Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, where we're joined now from, uh, by John Jansen, former player now with 97 won the ticket in Detroit. And John, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. So just how good are these Lions? Well, um, in Detroit, we're not really safe to say because every time we think we've got something going our way, uh, the, uh, the, the carpet gets pulled out from underneath. But this is the first time uh, in my lifetime, uh, other than, I mean, there was a year or two there where Barry was there and you felt really good. But again, there were things that happened. Everybody is so excited right now that you've went to Arrowhead, you got to win. You went to Green Bay, you got to win. You went down to Tampa Bay, and you got to win, and you did it by basically being one-dimensional. So there's a lot of excitement around what the potential is and the fact that it's early on in what we believe is, is a great marriage between Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. Well, and, John, you kind of took me where I wanted to go. It's not like um, they're doing it the way they kind of did it last year or the way I expected them to do it when you go and take – you know, a Jameer Gibbs in the first round after paying David Montgomery, they're only averaging four yards a carry. That This isn't like wizardry with option football or, or any of that. Like, the running game has been bleh, yet, you know, they're, they're still winning games by 14 points. Like, I don't think people are talking about the defense enough. Oh, they're certainly not talking about the defense enough. Uh, and so, just to finish off the offense, that's simply because Jared Goff is playing really good football. And other than the, the couple of interceptions that he had to start the season, after those, after every time he did that, the next possession, he took the yeah. team down for a touchdown all three times. And so Jared Goff is playing at a very high level. The defense, when you only average three and a half to four yards a carry offensively, your defense is going to have to do – a lot of work to get you that ball back. And chances are they're going to be on the field for way too long. Time of possession yeah. will matter. Um, and that becomes a big issue. We're talking to John Jansen's inside access here on the fan. John, I want to get back to golf. And, and when they, when that trade was made, golf was sort of looked at as a salary dump by the Rams. They went and got Stafford because they wanted to improve at quarterback. But now Jared golf is a thing again. Well, so Sean McVay and Jared Goff, I don't know what happened between those two. It just it didn't end well. And there's probably enough blame to go around on both sides. We don't care about that. The fact <laughs> is we got younger at that quarterback position. Matthew Stafford was really good in Detroit. And 
he could be doing what Jared Goff is doing. But in the long run, Matthew Stafford's timeline for, for when Detroit was going to be good or could possibly be good, it just it didn't line up. So you got a younger quarterback in Jared Goff, former number one overall pick, guy that's been to the Super Bowl. Plus you throw in two first-round yeah. picks, and that in and of itself is, is great value for the Lions. And now to add on top of that, the bonus is – that Jared Goff and Ben Johnson have really developed and grown together. Uh, And I think that there's a lot more say by Dan Campbell in how this offense is being run. I think Ben Johnson calls it on Sunday, but there's a a heavy influence of of Dan Campbell in these game plans uh, just because you could see the – uh, the consistency from what J- Dan learned down from Sean Payton in New Orleans. Well, John, another thing that's impressed me about him is, okay, so they're not doing it with wizardry in the run game, right? And that's kind of what started to fuel their identity change last year when they go from 1-6 and six to a team that almost makes the playoffs. And then watching them last year, it looked to me to be one operation when they were in a dome in pristine conditions on a fast track and another when they had to play in the elements or play on natural grass. Now this year they're they're undefeated on the road three and zero, and they're three and zero on natural grass. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of starting to come up like I'm running out of like things to ding them on. Well, and, and here's the thing: when you look at the end of the season, I, we were talking about that exact same thing. Then the schedule comes out, and you look at the end of the year, and you've got you know I think there's only one game that's outside. That's in Chicago. Later in the season, obviously, you play up at, you know, over at Jerry's World in Dallas. Um, and I don't have the exact schedule for me, but two of your last three games, I believe, are Minnesota, and that's Dome yep. Dome. Like, it's it set up extremely well for the facts that you just mentioned, that Jared Goff is better in a Dome, that he's better at home. You had a lot of that, that going on in the schedule. But now he's proven that he can – now we, we've, we've got to uh, continue to think about it being cold – and, you know, he went down to Tampa, got a win, went to Arrowhead, got a win. And last year at the end of the year, went to Green Bay yes. and got a win. But he's got to be able to do it consistently, especially when you get into the playoffs, because you just never know what's going to happen with these uh, uh, with matchups. John, we've been talking all week about the challenge that the Lions are for the Ravens. So from your perspective, what is the challenge uh, for the, th- that the Ravens present to the Lions? Lamar Jackson. Um, and that's the... You know, and I think you could probably ask, you know, uh, every other, you know, radio guy in every other city, and their their answer is going to be Lamar Jackson. Now you could say, okay, Mark Andrews offensively, he, you know, the the Lions have typically struggled with tight ends. You look at the Seattle game, uh, and the tight end position really hamstrung uh, what the Lions wanted to do last year. It was the same thing. Um, so you know, you could say Mark Andrews. But it's really Lamar Jackson. Mobile quarterbacks have really, uh, and this is nothing new. It's not unique to the Lions. It's been a challenge to try and stop them. So um, they've got to try and find a way. If you can keep Lamar Jackson under 45 yards, to me Mm -hmm. that's the key. I know he averages right around 54, 55, 56. If you can keep him under 45, you're probably winning third downs and you're probably forcing them into some third and longs where he, you're forcing him to be a passer. 
are, are folks in, in, in the D looking at this as a litmus test for all they've accomplished in 13 wins out of their last 16 times out? Is this being looked at a little differently? Like if they get this one, does it does it boost everybody's confidence there even more? Yeah, a lot of people are looking at this one as currently, if you play the schedule game, the toughest game remaining on their schedule. Wow. Now, I've obviously, Jason, you know, I've played down in Dallas a bunch of yeah. times, and they've got to play in Dallas at the end of the year. I've argued that that's going to be as tough. But the, the, those two games on the road, you got the Chargers on the road. Um, you know, you've got some other things going on. But, you know, this, this game is really going to be – if they could come away with this one, now it legitimizes some of the conversation of can they be – can they get home field in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. If you can go to Baltimore and get this win – uh, it's it's huge. Philly, I believe, what has Miami, uh, yes. San Francisco, and, and Philly are going to play at some point as well. Like there's, the Lions have the easiest schedule, and those two games that I mentioned, Baltimore and Dallas, both of them on the road. If you find a way to, to even split those, I think you're looking at, at at a pretty damn good year for for the for the Lions, and one where they may end up with home field advantage. John Jansen, before we let you go, one off-topic question. You are a Michigan man. Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State all look loaded. I don't even know if you can give me an unbiased answer on this, but how do you stack those three schools? Um, I just look at the history, especially the last couple of years. Michigan has dominated all of them, uh, and this year is going to be nothing uh, nothing less. I, I say that somewhat jokingly because, <laughs> yeah, it is very hard for me to be unbiased, but I don't think Ohio State right now up front they have the horses that they've had in the past. I think Ryan Day has done a really good job, obviously, with Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Igbuka out there. Like, the skilled positions, they're very talented. On the offensive line, I think they're lacking. And then you look at Penn State, I'm not as impressed with that offensive line. I know going into the season, a lot of people were yeah. talking about Penn State, their O-line. I haven't been impressed. And you've got two young running backs – a lot of their key players are second-year guys, and so for the, the you know the near future looks great. But they're inexperienced. Drew Lahr has been inexperienced. I think Michigan with JJ McCarthy in his second year starting an offensive line that's deep, it's talented, not as good as it was last year, but it's still good. Um, and the front seven on on defense for Michigan is as good as a front seven as as I've seen since probably '97. John Jansen, this has been great, Thanks, man. Brother. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, great to hear from you guys. And uh, Jason, we got to catch up a little more frequently. Definitely. Take Thanks, care. my man. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.